Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But we're going to talk a little bit of football now and the Wellington Phoenix uh, after a very, very controversial and fiery 1-0 win over Sydney on the weekend. And joining us to talk about it is our very own commentator, David Choke. G'day, Chody. Yeah, good. Good afternoon, fellas. What a game. Uh, what a finish. Uh, crazy scenes in Sydney, but uh, the Knicks got the job done, so they'll take the points and move on. I, I want you to just talk me through your emotions, Chody, over the last sort of 20 minutes there. I'm sure there was maybe some anger, then a bit of relief, then back to anger, then relief again at the end. <laughs> talk us through the journey you went on over the last 20 minutes. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. In fact, watching the game, the first half... Um, if you're watching sort of purely from a Phoenix perspective, they've got their silver a goal and it's, it's travelling beautifully. They were starting to sort of fall off the pace from mine, I thought, throughout the second half. And with 20 minutes to go, I thought to myself, gee, this isn't going to end well. I didn't see what was coming. Uh, it ended very sort of bizarrely, if you like. The refereeing decisions were, were one aspect of it. But the, the Knicks were sort of running out of steam as it was. And then all of a sudden they had a couple of sendings off, uh, a couple of penalties to contend with, and they got away with the points in the end. So really they dodged a massive bullet. Um, it was compelling viewing. I was sitting there just going, I can't believe what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah, and I heard David Dome on with, um, with Stephen McIver this morning, and uh, he raised an interesting point. I want to ask you about it, Chody. He, he said that um, you know across the board, the officiating in the A-League is questionable. They've only got four full-time professional referees, and they've basically gone to the A-League and said, they know they're probably not going to get the red cards overturned. It, you know, it's almost a wasted battle. But he said that they've basically gone to them saying, guys, we need to step up the officiating here because, you know, fans get frustrated. People get annoyed. They potentially turn off the televisions or stop going to the grounds. Do you, do you sort of buy into that? Do you think the officiating in the A-League needs to step up a little bit? Yeah, it is average at best. Um, I don't buy into the conspiracy theory that says it's always the Knicks that are copying the bad decisions. I know that's sort of the, the, the popular thought. I think the refereeing standard is just below par. It is just ordinary. The decision to send off Kraev was clearly made um, as he approached it. Um, as soon as he saw it, he decided that there was a red card. But if he'd just taken a bit more time, I think he would have realised there was no malice in the challenge. There was no injury caused. Unlikely that um, there was uh, the need for the red card. And it changes the face of the game. And referees need to understand that. And I think most of them do. But the refereeing standard out of um, the A-League is um, random. You can see some horrible decisions. And the VAR is even worse for mine. I can't work out who's sitting in the VAR chair um, because um, you'd think that with the, sort of the, the calmness of being off the field and being away from the play, you'd get a, a reasonably uh, decent decision. But the decisions coming out of the VAR were ordinary as well. So it's... Um, yeah, I think there needs to be some work on the uh, standard of officiating for the A-League to make the A-League a decent watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Phoenix did get the win, 1-0, and, and, and credit to them, especially to Ollie Sale, for uh, for his efforts in, that, in those two penalties as well. Do you reckon it could be a bit of a marker for them, Chody? You know, it's one of those games where, had they lost that, they could have sort of put their head down and gone away very, very disappointed. But they get the win. They show some resilience and a, and a bit of hardball. Do you think that could be, you know, a little bit of a, a turning point, a defining moment in the season for them? 
Well, I think it's too early to sort of talk about must-wins and whether this is going to be the turning point. They've been playing pretty well. Their football's been pretty good. In fact, I thought their football in the second half of this game was probably not their greatest football. I thought the first half they were good, and I certainly thought the week before they were good. Um, so I think their season is sort of on track, if you like. They've got a side good enough to get themselves well inside the top four, I think. Um, but at the moment, they sort of bubble around that six, and the longer they sort of bubble there, the more unlikely it is they hit the four. So they need to get their results, and they've got a, a run of away games now that if they can pick up some results, then return home, they can position themselves for finals football. I always say with this league, it sort of doesn't matter how you're playing at this time of year. It really comes crunch time around playoffs, and that's when you've got to be running into your best form. Do you think we've got, um, I guess, the goal-scoring threats, Charlie? That's always been something that the Phoenix maybe have lacked in the past is uh, there's someone who can really uh, bang them into the back of the net on a, on a regular basis. And, of course, now you know Ben Wayne's gone overseas, so we've lost a goal-scoring threat there. Do we have enough in that sort of threat department to you know push for a top four and, and you know, God forbid, win a competition? I think we do. Um, I, I really think uh, goal scoring isn't going to be the problem that it's been in the past. Well, it certainly hasn't been the problem to date. Um, they've scored as many goals as any of the leading sides. It's been their concession of goals that's been the issue. So there was probably a bit of a, 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 an overbalancing act done against Sydney where they really went tight at the back and for, for sort of their attack was a, a bit a bit less sort of dynamic, if you like. Mm. Um, but I think I think they have got the goal-scoring threats. Um, uh, Zavada, he, he missed a hat full the week before and he took one of his chances. They still missed chances. Didn't they cry he missed one? Um, and I think they're still wasteful in front of goal. But I think their bigger problem is just getting their defensive set up right because typically teams that go on to win the championship don't leak lots of goals and at the moment the Knicks have been leaking too many goals mm. No, I totally agree with you Charlie uh, Before I let you go, do we talk about Chelsea? Oh, nice. <laughs> um, look, I knew it wasn't going to be good but uh, it was ugly um, It was oh. ugly, second time round against a decent Man, man City side um, I think Graham Potter's got a few issues um, I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't bank on him being around for too long if they don't turn turn the corner in the second half of the season um, I know there's a new manage, a new management in place through the Bowley ownership so you've got to wonder whether that gives them a bit more tolerance but mm. at the moment Chelsea look like also ran for mine yeah, oh, if you know, two years ago he would have been out. You know, after after probably that first loss against him three days ago. But uh, yeah, hopefully with new management they stick around for a little bit longer. Uh, Jody, always love talking football with you, my friend, and love hearing you on SENZ as well. So uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, hopefully chat again soon. Yeah, no drama. Thanks very much.